0: Welcome to an emergency bachelor party. I'm Juliet Littman. I'm joined by my friend Rachel Lindsay. And man, am I fired up! Rachel, Matt James 919 is the next bachelor. He will be the first Black bachelor. And fuck, I'm excited.
1: Well, Juliet, I wish I could emulate your sentiment. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was excited for you. And don't get me wrong, let me just say, it is lovely that there's a Black Bachelor, period. Yes. I will say that. I will acknowledge that. It is great that there's a Black Bachelor. But let's get into the butt. Okay. Okay, great. Let's, let's get into it. What's the but? Oh, gosh, where to start? So I have been very vocal about the fact that we need a Black Bachelor. This is not because of the movement. I always have to say that. I have always pushed for diversity. It's just Black voices are being amplified in a way that they have never been before. So now people are paying attention. Um, The fact that there are a list of things that I have requested and this petition that's on change.org has requested and the bare minimum was done. What seems to be so simple, right? Just give us a Black Bachelor that's what you do. It's a band aid. It's the easiest thing to me that you could do. And I hate that it is in response or it seems like it's a knee-jerk reaction and in response to what happened in our society, what happened with George Floyd and the pressure that you're getting from society. It's like a man, it's almost like a man had to die in such a gruesome and public way for us to get a black bachelor. That's what it feels like. That's the reaction.
0: Yeah, and it's not just one man, right? I mean, so like there had it's to be this. Not one. It's right. not. It's not one man. I mean, obviously you're refer- referring to George Floyd, but of course there's Ahmaud Arbery and Breonna Taylor, and the thousands of people who have died before that, black people who have died before that. So right. it took this one moment for them to finally take action. I'm totally with you. I, I mean, I'm excited because I am just fixated on Matt James nine one nine. It's very. <laughs> it, I'm it really excited. There's a black bachelor. And I'm also really excited it's Matt. I, like, just since Matt came across my Instagram feed via Tyler Cameron, I've been like, who is this guy? Let's get him to be The Bachelor. So I'm just excited about Matt, but there's a lot of buts here, and I totally agree with that. I thought the rollout this morning on GMA was super, super weird. I was like, this is, okay, there's COVID. I get it. Like, okay. can't do an in-studio thing like you did. They did Peter, Colton, everyone. But that being said, like, I've watched a lot of special events for COVID that it's just like everyone tune in to like the Saturday night Seder on YouTube, like during Passover and like everyone turn into the tune into this telethon. Like there was no buildup. There was not a big to do. It was in, um, this was like my first time watching GMA like ever, (laughs) but it was buried in the second hour of GMA. They didn't lead with Matt. Like the segment began with context from a reporter and then they talked about you quite a bit and then they got to Matt and I understand he's not like famous yet, unless you're like in deep bachelor nation like I am and obsessed with Tyler like I am. But I thought that was very strange. Like let's put the man in front of people right away. Let's hear from him right away. Like that's part of being all on board with the first black bachelor. I just thought that was really strange.
1: It was strange. I I was You know, I expected them to say, and welcome in, you know, the way they normally do. The roses are going everywhere. Welcome in our new bachelor. And then everything else is kind of an afterthought. But then maybe they didn't want to take away from him because what I said wasn't necessarily the most positive thing. And that's also because when I was interviewed, I wasn't told, hey, you know, this is who the bachelor is. So I, I don't know. I think you're... Your point about the rollout is very valid. I think it also is reflective of how this was rushed. Yeah. I think it's reflective that they were like, you know what? We have to respond. And I don't understand why we just couldn't get a simple statement. Now, we did get a statement from Karen Burke, who runs ABC. Carrie. Yeah. I'm not okay. I wasn't okay with the statement. It's almost like, if that's your statement, why haven't we had a black bachelor or another one of color? It just, it so seems so rushed. And if I was Matt. I would feel a little bit of a. I mean, obviously he was rushed. He was wearing the salmon jacket. He was that we've wearing the salmon too many jacket. Times. And like, I mean, it's
0: not hard to know what Matt's been up to. I mean, Matt's movements for the last three months have been captured all over social media. So, like, you know, I know what he's been doing every day. He's been working out. He's been going <laughs> for bike rides. Been doing TikTok videos. You know, and he's he's hanging out with his friends. Which honestly, his quarantine seems delightful. And also, like. A lot of exercise. Like I could not hang with those people. They they would like really make fun of me because I do not exercise nearly enough or like not certainly not as much as they do. But the, the point is like it doesn't seem like this was like some long premeditated plan. It definitely seems reactionary.
1: But his statement was prepped.
0: Yes, he for hit. sure.
1: All the points.
0: Yes, he was given talking points for sure. <laughs> and, and he hit them. So back to Carrie Burke's statement. She essentially said there's a lot of work for, to be done and they want to be part of the change. And that's why they're choosing the first Black Bachelor. And on Two Black Girls, One Rose, Natasha and Justine pointed out that Chris Harrison has like this huge platform. Like he has millions of followers. He's the only constant of the franchise since its beginning, him and Mike Weiss, basically. And he hasn't said anything. He posted like a black square... And that's it. And there's no statement from Mike Fleiss at the announcement. And just to be clear, we're recording this. It's currently 9.20 a.m. East Coast time. So this is like brand new news and Fresh. things are still still developing. Um, but it, it doesn't feel like the, the show itself is really behind it. It feels like it is uh, more, rea- like we said, reactionary.
1: Yeah. I mean, with Chris Harrison, I... I understand why, if the franchise has been working on something, why he can't come out and say something if he knows that something is being done. I guess he's kind of, his hands are tied behind his back. However, it would be nice for him to say something more towards Black Lives Matter. But that's not even, you know, he did the box, fine, whatever. I think that people would feel a little bit better if they at least saw that from him. But just to have that, which was what was trending and nothing more, and then not a statement or that coupled with not a statement or response from him, like from him regarding what's happening and all the criticism that the franchise is getting, I think is what has people all up in arms with him because people are upset. You go to his social media and people are not happy. They're like, yeah, say something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Speak. And, it,
0: and it, you know, I think it's hard to know exactly what to say sometimes. And it's not like Chris Harrison is been responsible for all the decisions and he has not hand selected the leads for the last, you know, 40 seasons, but he is the face of the franchise. And I do think that people want to hear from him. And it certainly has been a huge talking point over the last couple of weeks. You know, we talked about it last week. And like you said, there's the bachelor diversity campaign that they started at change.org. Um, petition has gotten tens of thousands of people to sign. And, you know, it's, it's been a really big talking point. And beyond that, you've been talking about it. And the women of two black girls, one Rose have been talking about it. And, you know, it's not like a new thing. And so... It definitely was a conspicuous absence of, like, the Bachelor names in this announcement. It was weird for it to come from, like, an ABC executive who hasn't really been a part of the Bachelor world. Because I, I do think, like, these announcements are kind of targeted at the core audience. Like, mm-hmm. you're going to get more people. You'll You'll get, like, people to drop in when the show actually starts. But, you know, realistically... It's currently June. The Bachelor usually starts in January, even assuming it's on its regular schedule and it's not affected by COVID. Like we're six months out, you know? Yeah. And so the people that I think you want to hear from right now are like, are the regulars of the Bachelor franchise. And that is like Chris Harrison and Mike Fleiss, essentially. And and Mike Fleiss's Twitter is pretty progressive. I mean, he retweets and tweets a, a lot of Pro Black Lives Matters and anti-Trump sentiments. And so
1: I think that makes this even more glaring. Cause the show is a business. Yeah. The show is a business. Like he's socially liberal for sure, but the show is a business at the end of the day. And I, you know, I will say I did speak with Chris Harrison and I do know that he wanted to say something. His cans are kind of tied behind his back. Right. And I'm sure and I'm sure I know it's frustrating for him because you know there's only so much he can do. But to your point, we got a statement from ABC. ABC buys the show, right? NZK produces the show, so right. they're and, War- the ones and Warner who, Horizon owns the show. And Warner Horizon owns the show, so they're in charge. NZK is in charge of casting, deciding who you see on your screen. Can you explain what NZK is? It's a production company. Yeah, it's a production company. Right? Uh, NZK is a production company, and they are the ones who are in charge of casting, and they're the ones in charge of putting the people actually on the show and deciding who becomes the next lead. I mean, in with other heads as well, with Warner and ABC, but definitely NZK is running the show. It's their show. They created the show. When you speak, Mike Fleiss, he created NZK. It's his production company. So to have a statement come from NZK is what you really want to hear because you're the ones who are rolling this show out. And that's who I want to hear from. That's the acknowledgement that I want. It's like having a statement from ABC. And it's just so like, we recognize that our show doesn't reflect what is shown in society. Well, did you just wake up in 2020 and see that? <laughs> Did it take a man dying in the streets with a with a whole movement behind him for you to have action? That's why I agree with you in the rollout because it's like, okay, we could have had this statement or another statement and then hold Matt James because you knew that you were interested in him. Let, you know, let Claire's season start filming or whatever and then announce him later. But the fact that you're announcing him now in the middle of something when Confederate flags are being ripped down, people are getting fired from shows, TV shows are getting canceled, movies aren't streaming on networks anymore. Oh, also, here's your Black Bachelor. Everything is a reaction at this yeah. point, And it doesn't seem meaningful or heartfelt or you're hearing what we're screaming for or fighting for. I still don't feel... the The whole point of calling them out was to say, we don't feel valued, we don't feel heard, we don't feel included. And you saying, okay, well, here's here's a Black person to step into this role. It's great to see it. Love to see it. But it doesn't make me feel as if you're really taking into consideration what it is we say when I say systemic racism. Right. The internal, embedded, deep-rooted issues within this franchise where it needs to— in- change structurally what are you going to do with that
0: right and i think i think there'll be two really telling signs about that and they're kind of the same but there's a huge opportunity to recast claire's season hasn't started filming yet claire's men not only were too young just as not diverse as usual you know like pretty pretty much matt was supposed to be on her season and
1: he is clearly now not going to be um a checkpoint on in his speech yeah a second am i not going to be does that mean i don't get to meet claire Get yeah. the fuck out of here, Matt <laughs> James.
0: A, I just want to note a difference between me and you, which has come up both on our podcast and just like in our friendship, which is like I fall for all of the smooth, handsome men. Like I just, I fall for it, hook, line, and sinker. And you don't. Like you are way more like you're just way more discerning, but I can't resist a You'd a be smooth, a terrible bachelorette, Juliet. You'd be a terrible bachelorette. <laughs> 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 I no. Because I, I'm just like, I, I just always fall for it. I just, I do. I can't, I can't help it. It's why I've just been talking about Tyler for one year. Why I've been talking <laughs> about Matt James for one year. It's just like, I think my coworkers even think I'm crazy because of like who I get so <laughs> obsessed with on these, uh, when I watch these shows. But his statement was very smooth. I think he's, I'm, I don't know, I'm like incredibly biased. I was, went back and I, I read, um, this article from the Wake Forest Alumni magazine from like January twenty nineteen about like all the all of the charity work he's doing. And and I did a Matt James deep dive like
1: when I first was like, Who is this best friend of Please. Tyler? Tell us about him. You could do way more. All ABC told us is that he's best (laughs) friends with Tyler and Hannah. Like, can we get a little bit more in depth about who this first black lead is? Who is he?
0: Yeah. I'm so glad that you said that. Cause I'm, I'm ready to talk about it. I'm just going to read from Wake Forest magazine, which is their alumni, which is where Matt and Tyler met. And that's where Matt uh, went to college. I mean, it's, I swear to God I didn't write this just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> Matt James moves backward down the sidewalks of Manhattan's Lower East Side with the finesse of the football player he once was. At six feet five, this towering Pied Piper in jeans walks Stop, and talks I don't with hear the nine eight. young Who students the? and two teachers he is leading on a lunchtime tour of restaurants. I will say, I think it's important to note that one of Matt's like, Signature parts of his public persona so far is that he started this organization called ABC Food Tours, which takes public school classes in New York City on field trips about food and educates them about food. And um, him and Tyler have done a lot of uh, promotion for it. And I don't know, it's just like, it's sweet. He's also a Lululemon ambassador, which I know from his Instagram. And it seems like he likes to do a a good TikTok video. Honestly, I. He seems, like, destined for this world. Like, it just... I I felt this for a long
1: time. It feels like the right fit. Juliet, first of all, his involvement with charity work is beautiful. Yeah. Why would you not lead with that? Because if I don't know anything, right? If I'm the casual watcher, which most Bachelor fans are, most, fans are.
0: And more importantly, most people just, like, casually watching Good Morning America on this Friday are, like, definitely... Yeah. It's like, I, I... I woke up for it, but like most people, like, were just, you know, they're like not watching GMA this morning, or at least not mo- most bachelor people.
1: Yeah. My godfather called me and was like, Oh, I saw you on GMA. It's it's just a casual thing. He doesn't know anything about The Bachelor. And so you're watching it, and all it's like, Oh, this is the first Black Bachelor. Great. Who is he? Yeah. Oh, he's best friends with the most popular male contestant and the most popular female contestant. You is know, like, guess- still? And, and I'm referring to social media standards. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Sure. There's, there's different ways to measure it. But in, in social media, it's Tyler and Hannah, for sure. So- That's, that's all. Is that why he was chosen? Cause he's best friends with Tyler. I mean, they made sure to highlight those things. The fact that he's involved in charitable work to me, it's way more important. Should be, that's seems like, okay, that's why he'd be a great contestant. Cause you know, what Chris always says is it's not about them being black. It's about them being great for this. Okay. So why is he great? Why did you let him skip Claire's season to do this? Isn't it just annoying? These like it's not about him being black. I think like right
0: now the point is he is black, and that's a big deal, and like we should acknowledge it, right? Like your point is really well taken. Like I Matt just seems like someone who will be great on television because of who he is, aside from his friends. And to be like, these are the two white people who vouch for him is weird. It's just like it's it's fucked up. And you're it and you're right. Like that's why
1: he was chosen. Yeah, he's popular. Oh, it's like, just in case you don't know. That's why I say it seems like an easy choice. And I don't know a lot about Matt James, and most people don't. That's why it would have been amazing if they would have highlighted his charitable work. Because all I know is he's best friends with other people in Bachelor Nation. (laughs) So this sounds like the the easiest pick that you can make when there are a whole lot of other contestants of color that you could have chosen from. Yeah. We've seen you go back years picking Claire, picking Ari, picking Nick. But with this, you pick somebody who's never even been on the show who you really don't know that much about, except that he's best friends with Tyler and Hannah. To me, that's not a selling point.
0: I'll just tell you some more about him. I don't know if he still does. And, and, you know, everyone's everyone's job situation i think have have changed as a result of covid but matt used to work full time as a researcher at cbre commercial real estate and he was also doing abc food tours so he's like he's a really hard worker he also you know is a college athlete which is hard to do like that is very difficult to be a d1 football player
1: at wake forest did he start
0: that's a great question
1: I don't know. I just, I'm, just, I'm a sports fan. I'm just asking. I'm just asking. <laughs> I have to look that up. I have <laughs> to ask my college football
0: uh, colleagues. But you're absolutely right. Like to lead with who his friends are and not who he is is like just another way. He like, should
1: feel a, he should feel a certain way. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like that. I'm so much more than this. Let me tell you why they chose me. Right. Yeah. Like when they chose me, you better believe they were like, she's an attorney. Father's a federal judge. You know, like, let me show you why we went black. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and I, and I'm just thinking about this now, that whole phrase, once you go black, that definitely doesn't apply to the bachelor. Like once you go black, (laughs) that's it. (laughs) We're done. We're out. (laughs) We are going back.
0: A lot of it definitely is because it's rushed, but even with like a day and a really good video editor, which they certainly have the means to get, you can put together a cool reel about who Matt James is. Like have him sit down in front of the camera, answer like 10 questions, like getting to know Matt. And it's like, Matt, what are your, you know, you work in food. What's your favorite restaurant? Or like, yeah. Matt, you work in real estate. Like, what's, what are some of your favorite like architectural buildings? Or if yeah. he doesn't care about that stuff, just be like, what are your favorite movies? What position did you play? I think he was tight end. What do you like, think
1: about Black Lives Matter? How does it feel to be, you know, I I don't even know if they asked him, how does it feel? They they must have. I mean, he definitely said when Rachel speaks, we listen. I don't even know what that really means, but okay, because you don't make the choice. They didn't make the choice. I've been speaking, okay? Let's just be clear. They did not make this choice because Rachel's a loud mouth who is opinionated about what, you know, she would like to see in the franchise. I've been talking. This is not because of me, you guys. I wish I could say that. It's societal pressure.
0: Yeah, which— on the one hand, I also think is encouraging because you know what, protests are working. I believe you guys talk about this on higher learning, but protests and petitions are working and it's it's a testament to everyone who is leaving their house to take a stand at you know to show that when you collectively work together to be like this is not okay, we need to change things, it makes a big difference. And I I think that that is actually encouraging, but I think the thing that it's being, you know, uh, said a lot more in the last few days, which I really believe in is it's not about like just making a change right now. It's not about picking that to be the bachelor and like saying our work here is done. It's about, and this is what I was gonna say before it's about in the casting, like who is going to be on Claire's season? Who is going to be on Matt's season? Who are the people that you're introducing into Bachelor Nation going forward so that there is a way more diverse group of people that we see on TV, that we see on Instagram, that we see making appearances at bars and at colleges and, and whatnot. Like it's about like overhauling the systems. And I think that is really important. And it starts with protests and petitions and then it has to just change the way that you do everything and change how you rethink everything. And every time I'm in an uncomfortable conversation, I try to remind myself, like, that's the point. Like, I'm supposed to feel uncomfortable right now. And yeah. so hopefully that discomfort is being felt by everyone in production. And they're like, let's do stuff differently.
1: Do you think that he, because I do, The there's always a lot of pressure to be the first in mm-hmm. any situation, no matter who you are, you're kind of setting a bar, you're setting a standard of how things are supposed to be done. They're looking at you for that. So he's already has pressure just being the first Black lead in this franchise. Now we're in the middle. He's not. He's second. He's behind you. I'm sorry. I meant Mel. Sorry. Gosh, got to change. Got to change. Thank you, Julia. Now I have to change how I keep speaking about this franchise. It's not just me anymore. Um, As the first Black male lead of the franchise. First Black Bachelor. First Black Bachelor. Thank you. First Black Bachelor, do you feel like there's even more pressure with him in light of what's happening right now in the world? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's really no other way to say it. To be Black, you know, just to be represent yourself as a Black man in light of Black Lives Matter. And I feel like-, like people are looking at him like, what's your take on the movement? You know, how does it feel? What's your experience as a Black man? I, I, I want to know.
0: He is now this has been politicized. There's no way around it. And I don't mean like a Democrat, Republican, but there is just a weight to it that didn't exist for Peter or Colton at any time the first black bachelor would have had an expectation that no one else had and now mm-hmm. it's even more heightened i think for sure is that fair like you know you've been in this position did you and i know that you've spoken about how you were really aware of it and you embraced the opportunity to be the first black bachelorette and at the time the first black
1: lead is that unfair
0: to put all that pressure on him
1: of course it's unfair but it's un- it's just not you don't it's unfair to be black in this society yeah. you know it's yeah. it's totally unfair but if you grow up black and you've you've experienced this before, you know the saying is always like you got to work twice as hard for half as much. You just know you d- you develop a thick skin. You realize how you have to function and how you're viewed in this society. It's not fair, but it is what it is. Yeah, I'm very interested to see how he navigates this in light of everything that's going on. Because again, I don't know anything about him.
0: Yeah, and the rollout this morning was obviously within the context of the protests and the and the Black Lives Matter movement that is happening in America right now. But once they kind of set the table with that, they just moved on. And it was and it was not really about like, you know, what does it mean to be the first Black Bachelor? And he was they were asked more. He, he, they asked him, like, what kind of women do you want to see? And Did he,
1: was, he Was he asked, what is what does it mean to be the first? I, I can't remember. I don't remember. But if either. he was, we don't remember it. You're right. Because they it were asking impactful. him qualities and, and, and see, is that telling to me that that's what I mean about okay, put my coffee cup down. This is what I mean about <laughs> him stepping into this role, call it fair or unfair. You have a responsibility because you are representative, like representing an entire race. As a black man, that's that's the pressure that I felt. I knew I was going to be asked so much about being a black woman in this franchise and what it means to be the first. And granted, yes, my journey of love was no different from anybody else's because just because the color of my skin is. I was very you know, big on, please recognize that. But I still had to speak as a black woman. I am very curious as to how Matt James will embrace that. You need yeah. to speak from the perspective of a black man especially in light of what's going on. Right. And then I wonder if he feels a certain way about being chosen in light of what's going on. I have so many questions for him. Oh, well, so many questions. When's he coming on Bachelor Happy Hour? I don't know. If he wants to. Because oh, it might feel like more, it, and I hate to say this, it might feel like more of an interrogation, but I w- I'm not trying to do that. It's just, I I just have so much. I want to talk to you as a from as a Black woman to a Black man. I want to talk to you as... First Black Bachelorette to first Black Bachelor. I just want to talk to you as a contestant on this franchise uh, so much. Well, he said he's been talking to you. Is that not true? Did he say that on the show? Yeah. I got to go back and listen to that. I know TJ, who interviewed him, said, Rachel and I have been texting this morning.
0: I thought, yeah, TJ said that. He was like, Rachel and I have been talking about you. Yeah, he goes, we've been texting. It was actually, it was really cute. And then I feel like everyone name checks you right now. Like literally everyone. How do you feel about that?
1: I mean, if it's real, it's real. Like TJ and I really were texting this morning. So I don't, I don't really care. Okay. It's, I mean, okay. it, it, it makes sense in this context. Yeah a lot
0: is asked of you and you handle it very gracefully. I think it's really mom. impressive. So, I'm serious. Um, <laughs> he, I, I also, the other thing they do, they do this with every Bachelor is they're like, this is who their mom is. And they do are. Do they? Yes. Barb okay. was a big part of Peter. That's and because
1: Peter doesn't have a personality like Barb does. That's true.
0: Colton's parents, not really involved. Seems like they didn't want to be in the show at all. Yeah. Um Who was before Colton? Ari, Nick?
1: His, Ari's oh, parents Ari. were in
0: it. His parents
1: are in it. But when they announced him, did they show his parents? I don't think so. Has anybody's parent been shown? No, I don't. I don't think so. So do you think that it was purposeful that his mother was shown? So Matt's mom is white and Mm -hmm.
0: there uh, were a lot of pictures of her, a lot of references to her, too. They're like, what are you looking for in a woman? And he's like, I want someone who's like my mom. And, you know, he has posted a lot about his mom, too. I think they're really close. So I don't want to suggest anything about their relationship.
1: Well, I I, think they wanted everyone to know his mother was white. Yes. I will say it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. I I think so, too. (laughs) Um, And I just think, like, the sort of, like, the signaling that's going on between including his mom and not, like, focusing on, like, what this means to him as being the first black bachelor. And he did touch on it. I don't want to take that away. You know, it's not like they did. They didn't acknowledge it, but it's not like they're not like approaching it with like this, like gravity of like, this is a big deal and potential for
1: sea change. Like it was for me when I was announced, you knew I was the first black. Well, also because I was the first black for the entire franchise, the first period, but it was very much so centered around. How does it feel? What does this mean? What kind of pressure? That is what my questions were. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 100%. And I think they're also the other thing, like, I don't, I don't want to keep like making excuses, but I do think we, people don't know a lot about Matt. There's no context. There's no, like, this is what happened with him on the previous season that you just saw him on. So they're like starting from scratch, they haven't had to do in a really long time. And so I do think there's like a slightly different approach there. But again, like the big questions were just like not really dwelled on. They were, they were raised
1: and gracefully moved on. I feel like it's purposeful almost because it is a knee jerk reaction. Anybody can see through that. And so it's like, well, let's not focus so much on the fact that he's black and you know, we chose him in light of black lives matter and everything that's going on. Let's just focus on, we know he's black. We get it. It speaks for itself. Let's just move on. I really feel like it was, they purposely didn't ask those questions. Do you hope for the season they lean into
0: his, him being black and it's a big part of the conversation around it and the marketing? Like, how, cause I, No. I was,
1: interesting. No, because I, and I said this for me, I, I obviously want to talk about being the first black bachelorette. He should want to talk about being the first black bachelor and what that means to him. But in regards to his journey for love, I do not think the fact that he's Black should be a focus. And I felt that for me too. It speaks, we see it. We see it every single time you walk on the camera. And it's just not fair that color is constantly brought into the conversation when he's trying to find love. I don't think that that's the case. However, we got months until if things are on time that his season starts filming. So until then, yes, I want to talk about him being Black. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Because we don't know the women yet.
0: And it's the moment, like that's what's that's what's going on. So it would be it would just be the same way. It would have been weird to like talk about The Bachelor even before they announced Matt without acknowledging this r- racial inequality. It would be weird to not talk about it going forward about how it relates to Matt and the fact that they were kind of pressured into it. And and again, like I'm incredibly excited about Matt. I've been like I know you are. I've been, I've been following Matt for a year, and I texted you. Wow, he's handsome. So. I, <laughs> So I have a I have a crush on that, but um, it's definitely like progress, but it's not enough. And I think we need to see what happens over with casting and over the course yeah. of the
1: next few seasons to really judge. It's just bad timing. That's yeah. really like it's just bad. I am happy there's a black bachelor. I like I repeat because that that message is going to get lost in everything else that I'm saying. I am glad to see a black bachelor. Me too. The timing is just bad. Yeah.
0: As we look to make the most of our home's outdoor spaces right now, Article is here to make your dream patio a reality. With weather-resistant dining sets, loungers, and sofas, Article's selection of outdoor furniture makes it easy to create a welcoming patio oasis. Article furniture has yet to let me down. I really like the pieces I have, and it's true, your backyard or your front yard or your patio, whatever it is, is probably the main place you're spending time right now as it gets hotter. So why not check out their great furniture? It comes easily to assemble, and they've got so many options that are timeless. Article combines the curation of a boutique furniture store with the comfort and simplicity City of shopping online. Their team of designers focuses on beautifully crafted pieces, quality materials, and durable construction. You'll find plenty of items that have a modern aesthetic of mid-century Scandinavian, industrial, and bohemian designs. With Article, you save up to 30% over traditional retail prices because they cut out the middleman and sell directly to you. No showrooms, no salespeople, no retail markups. Their fast, affordable shipping is available across the USA and Canada and it's free on orders over $999. Article is offering my listeners $50 off off your first purchase of $100 or more to claim visit article.com slash bachelor and the discount will be automatically applied to checkout that's article.com slash bachelor to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more can we take other few other things about Matt and the rollout that happened are you still reading from the article oh okay (laughs) I'm I'm happy to read more very happy to read more but I just want to know He was wearing the salmon jacket, which we breezed over, which is on Hannah's season. Many of the guys were wearing the salmon jacket. And I believe Tyler wore it in his like official cast bio and he (laughs) wore it on TV. (laughs) So those two are really close. It's cute. Um, Also, I saw on Instagram that Matt was not wearing any pants. I believe he was just sitting on the stool in front of the camera and the ring light in boxers, which was funny. Maybe it was shorts. I don't think so, though. I think it was boxers. It looked like boxers. It looked like boxers. (laughs) I would not have guessed he was a boxers man. So I found that surprising. What? Oh, I, I, you know what? It's something I don't really think about. I I didn't either (laughs) until this moment. And now I'm
1: just like, huh, I'm surprised by that. But okay, carry on. The salmon jacket. I just, does that not speak volumes to you? Like the fact that he was wearing the salmon jacket, it's, It, just because if you're if you're a casual watcher, maybe you don't know, but it was such a storyline, yeah, in Hannah season. So to see it come back, it's like okay, I don't know. It's just like playing into a certain audience, whatever. It's, yeah, it's completely true, and it also
0: is very in line with his personality. Um, during the finale of Hannah season, when she like does not pick Tyler and then asks him to get drinks which then were captured on TMZ a few days later, Matt was, like, Instagramming, like, just about how much Hannah messed up and how Tyler should say no, shouldn't take her back. Like, he's really into, like, memes, as far as I can tell from his social media. And so it's, no, it's not surprising at all that he wore the jacket. Like, he's very aware of, like, what plays online. He seems, like, internet savvy to me.
1: Well, that's not what I would describe being very aware. I would describe that as being calculated. (laughs) <laughs> in what in what you're doing, you're playing into a specific audience, which is the perception also that I have, which is why I really want to talk to him as well. Um, so I thought about this, too, when he was announced. It's no secret that they were interested in Hannah at right. first. Right. So would he have been on Hannah's season if she was the bachelorette to prep him?
0: It's funny this? you say, uh, I back when I interviewed Tyler in August of 2019, we talked about Matt being the bachelor and getting him on the bachelorette. So he could be the first black bachelor. And he was like, I think it's gonna be really hard to convince him. It's just not how he wants to like build his career or build his profile. Like I'm, tr- I'm trying, but I don't know if it's going to happen. So something did change where I think like Matt was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, obviously when they announced that he's going to be on Claire season, I don't know what that is, but there was like a, a change. I suppose if we're, if we're taking Tyler's, uh, word, to be true, um, I have no reason to not, <laughs> but I, I just don't want to like make him speak for Matt. Is the point? Um, so something changed there. I don't know if he would have gotten Hannah's season. And I will say, like a lot of the feedback out of the quarantine crew when Hannah was quarantining with them, was that it seemed like Matt and Hannah had like a, a connection. They were like in a lot of videos, and it was um, like it had like some cute Instagram.
1: Pictures. I thought it was calculated. I didn't think it was like I just thought it was like for the gram.
0: I, I don't have a lot of positive things to say about Hannah. I didn't before she used the N-word. <laughs> I don't now. So I do hope, you know, I think she seems like she's uh trying to change things and She learn. called me
1: and apologized the That's other good. day. Good. Yeah. good. yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was nice. It was nice.
0: She seems like she's genuinely trying to change. I believe that as well. Once again, I don't have a lot of positive things to say though, so we should just move on. I, I just I I think that uh that whole Instagram thing was very opportunistic the when they were quarantining together, but like, again, I don't want to
1: like undercut Matt. Cause I, I'm excited about him. So, you know, but it was, cal- it was, it was, yeah. it was it was opportunistic for everybody that was involved. Right. You don't have to just put it on Matt, Tyler, Hannah, all, everybody who was a part of that crew. Yeah. Yeah, totally.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I, I guess I have a more broader question for you as well, which is, I haven't touched on this yet this week, but I, I have really wanted to, um, I'm appalled by what Stassi and Kristen did to Faith mm. on Vanderpump Rules, which is they read a story in the Daily Mail about a woman a woman who had not yet been apprehended who was accused of robbing people in L.A. And they called the police and said it was Faith because they were mad at her for sleeping with Jax. And then this is a story that Faith knows about because I believe Stassi talked about it after the yeah, fact. laughed about it. Yeah. I find that to be just incredibly appalling and sick. I can't imagine doing that to anyone. I think doing it to a black person and not understanding the relationship between black people and the police is sick. And I, I, I feel so disturbed by it that I'm like, I don't really know if I want to keep watching this show even more so than I felt about the bachelor. And I don't know the answer. I'm curious. I know that you are also a Bravo fan like I am. And Mm -hmm. I'm curious, like if you plan to keep watching the show and how you'll move forward with Bravo programming.
1: I mean, Stacy and Kristen are no longer on the show after They're this fired. incident yeah. came out. So it's like I don't have to watch them. I already unfollowed both of them on Instagram because why would I want to be affiliated with somebody with who thought that type of behavior was funny or okay? Yeah. And, you know, she doubled down on it because they did it. And then she bragged about it in a public forum as if she's – a. It's it's just, like you said, it's just so disgusting. And she couldn't see a problem with it at all. And it just shows her privilege. That's yeah. all that is. We always knew Stasi was a mean girl, but this goes a little bit deeper. And you couple that with other things that she said on her podcast in regards to the Oscar and Black people complaining. She kept saying, they, they, they. Other races don't do that. Why are they doing that? Why do they always have to do that? In reference to Black people. I... The the fact that they were removed is the right decision, and I'm happy to see that that was done. What bothers me is that in the reunion, the first part of the reunion, it came out about Brett and Max saying inappropriate things on Twitter, and they both apologized for it. And Lisa said, listen, if I fired everybody for making a mistake, then all of you guys would be fired. Well, so basically saying she was going to keep them. Then this comes out with Stassi and Kristen, and you go ahead and fire Brett and Max as well, when you originally took up for them. So my, what I guess I'm struggling with is, what changed for you? Why did you fire Brett and Max? Right. You obviously weren't that disturbed by their behavior because you were going to keep them on the show. You defended them. And I'm not necessarily saying they should have been fired with that, but now you just let everyone go. So I just don't know where Lisa Vanderpump stands. yeah. And the type of people she's willing to employ. I don't know if she knew about the Stasi incident. I never had heard it until I didn't either. it came out. I
0: didn't either. And, and I, I want to say, I also was not disturbed enough by Brett and Max. I disliked them for yeah. other reasons. But I wasn't like... The, I, I was just like, I don't like these people. But I wasn't like, they need to go because of their use of the N-word. And like, I'm also definitely not as harsh on them as I am with Hannah. And I do think there are some differences that would happen there. But regardless... I also was not strict. I wasn't like harsh enough or mad enough about it. Like, and I yeah. definitely I see that now, you know, um, I think faith summed it up in a way that I think was really eloquent. And I also want to note in a way that she was never shown to speak on the show. Like they never, right. Really, they never really showed faith for who she is. I feel like I've gotten through the interviews she's done in the last couple of weeks. I feel like I've seen a side of faith that was deliberately or not, not shown on the banner pump or on the challenge. And she was really eloquent in saying, you know, Lisa Vanderpump really cares about this. is The paraphrase really cares about dogs and like, and um, she said, unfortunately, George Floyd's not a dog. And if he was Lisa Vanderpump would care a lot more. That's essentially what she said. Hmm. Um, I thought that was really, really well put and really summed up a lot of this. And, it just sort of makes me like really uninterested in supporting these shows and like wanting to comment on them. Like, I I think it's important to talk about what happened to like, to, you know, dig into it, but I don't really want to support these shows anymore. And I, I've been supporting them like unabashedly and like with a lot of glee for like coming up on a decade, you know? And I don't know. It's hard, it's hard to keep watching them.
1: It is hard to keep watching them. It also doesn't help that Vanderpump Rules sucked this season, and I'm not about to watch an entire season where <laughs> Dana is the focal point. We saw I way too much of her this season. I, like, cannot get into her at all. I think everything you said, though, is, is so right.
0: Yeah, and the um, reunion was really mean. They were really mean to each other, and it was kind of sad. I don't know. It's tough to watch. It's a real it's- more money, more problem situation, I think. I think they've all... I think they've always been who they are. Like, I think that Stasi probably felt this way about black people since the moment she stepped on the show. And as a friend said to me, it's like shocking that Jax is somehow not involved in this, though apparently he commented making fun of a black person's nose on Instagram on a couple from 90 Day Fiance. Um, really?
1: Yeah.
0: And Ashley Martin. Let me look up their names so I can say it properly. Because Faith, second.
1: I did see an article where Faith was like, Jax should be fired as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, like no one is like Jax is a great person. Um, Jax commented on an Instagram of Ashley Martin and Jay Smith from 90 Day Fiance, like commenting on his nose and he's black. So, I mean, that's just like, I don't know, like these aren't these aren't good people and it's not fun to have them in my life, you know, and neither of us believe in in cancel culture, you know, but I I don't want to participate in this. I don't want to be complicit in it. And I think that continuing
1: to watch feels like a cosign in some way. It's I agree with you. I listen, I will join you. It's on, tough. on not watching the show. I mean, yeah. it's it. I mean, I was really disgusted when I heard the Stasi story.
0: I can't and, get over it. It's one of the most appalling things I've ever heard.
1: And I can't believe it's just but the thing is, is I'm so glad Faith spoke out about it now. Because once again, if she had spoken out about it then, it would have been like, I don't support this type of behavior. We would have gotten a statement. And Stassi and Kristen would still be on the show. It's perfect. It's all about timing. The fact that she said it now, you can't ignore it. Yeah. Can't ignore it. No one's one's not listening to black people right now.
0: And the edit she got. I never thought it was fair, but I quickly moved on. You know, I never was like, good job, everyone representing who Faith is, the only black person on the show. It's not ever something I thought. But I also didn't dwell on it. But now I think about it
1: and I'm just you like, know, this
0: this was messed up. And it's it's not
1: right. You know why too though? I don't watch the challenge. I didn't know she was on that, but I watched mm-hmm. her on X on the beach. Mm. And I like, wasn't into watching her on that show either. It was kind of like the same type of person we saw on Banner Pum. So It's like when I saw her twice, I'm like, oh, okay, well, this is, I guess, who she is. Yeah. And so it just, I don't know if that's an edit. I don't know if she's playing into a character when she's on TV and then off camera, she's totally different, you know, doing what she has to do yeah. to make a buck. But hearing her speak out about this, I'm like you, I'm seeing a totally different person.
0: Yeah, and I... I think it's, I mean, it's not like I think it's like good or not. It's just like it's clear that we are, we're not getting who Faith was on these shows. Like there's mm-hmm. a, a lot more to her. And it, I'm glad that we're getting it now. And I think that she's like done us all a service by exposing like what the show is and who these people are. But it's just really like, it's gross. There's no way around it. Like I, I'm disappointed in being, having been a part of this and like supporting the show, you know? But we didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. We right? didn't know. I mean, we didn't know. But, uh, it's just, it's just, it's gross and appalling. There's like, I, I don't have any other way to say it. It's, it's, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, also on the challenge, someone was fired this week as well for insensitive comments about Black Lives that. Matters. And then they tried to edit her out of this week's episode and it resulted in like a really weird episode. And MTV has decided to keep airing the show. Her name was Dee Wynn. And she just had some really insensitive and offensive tweets, um, MTV is like, just like, they put up a disclaimer saying, like, in support of our challengers, we're going to keep showing the show like the rest of the season. But if they try to edit around her, it's just going to mm-hmm. be, I I've, I suspect she goes far. She won the last season and she's like pretty good at challenges. So it's going to be weird to watch. But like, at the same time, like, do you think that she should be fully edited out? Like, what do you think is is the move there?
1: I mean, I think the fact that they, you're right. Like, one mm-hmm. person can't ruin this whole experience for everyone else. So yeah. I think the fact that they're making an sta- a statement, she's done, they've said that she's, you know, fired from the show, she's removed from working with the network. I think that that's enough at this point. What what are you going to do unless she wins and that just sucks. If she wins, like take her out. I don't want I to challenge, she, so I don't know. I bet
0: she makes it to the final. I got that impression from this week's episode cuz that she clearly was going to be a big part of it and they tried to she, they tried to eliminate her the cast like they tried to like, like this is her week to go uh, totally just based on the show like not related to it wasn't like they knew in the future, they, they couldn't see the future and be like, Oh, she needs to go. They mm-hmm. tried to get rid of her and it didn't work. And so I, I think, and this has ha- this happened last season too. So I bet she goes really far. She's another person who I was like, I have been quite mean about on this podcast. I just don't like her. So I like, don't like her on the show. And I, and so I'm like, okay, well I, I'm happy she's off the show because she should be for what she said. But moreover, I did not enjoy her as entertainment. So it's, <laughs> but it's just like, I think you know this happened with with me too as well. Trying to navigate like how you excise toxic people once their work is already out in the world is really tricky. And mm-hmm. I think like taking down the Confederate monuments is obviously the way to go. Like, but it's harder to do that with like a television show. I don't I don't know if that comparison made sense, but like just like cutting out the cancer yeah. is harder from like. TV and and movies than it is to be like, we are not going to worship the statue anymore.
1: Yeah. I think MTV is taking the right steps to do what they need to do. I agree.
0: I agree. There's just, you know, I, I'm happy this conversation is happening. I'm looking forward to continuing. I'm, I'm also just like, I can't believe Matt James is the bachelor. Like it's just a wild turn of events. I would not it's so funny because I have been talking about this for so long, but I never thought it would actually happen. So I'm just like, I'm shocked.
1: Do you know what I'm shocked about? I always have, you know, ever since I did the show, I've always been waiting for a Black Bachelor. I've been so about it. And I thought the moment that I heard it announced, I would just, I would be you. <laughs> I would be you. I would be so just like, a sigh of relief. Felt heard. This is this is so great. America needs to see this. I feel nothing. And that's sad. Yeah, it is sad. I do, and it's and it's this isn't a jab towards Matt James. I'm Mm. I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I guess it's just the way this was all rolled out. I guess it's the it just seems like a reaction to the tragedy that America is just now realizing has been happening. Yeah. To black people. So it doesn't seem heartfelt or sincere. So I don't feel anything. I I, don't.
0: I think that's also because you are a realist and you acknowledge that this might not be the step to like, this is not, might not be the overhaul that it needs to be. And also it's not like, you know, it's not like a new government in place. It's not like re-implementing the voting rights act that was decimated. It's not like we're, (laughs) you you know what I mean? It's not, it's not the systemic change that everyone is calling for right now. It is an yeah. important step. And again, I have a crush on Matt, but it's not like, like I said, it's not like new legislation that's been put into yeah. into law. It's not, it's not the same as like Obama being elected where that was. No, like a, a
1: it's, a not yeah. it's not what I wanted. It's not what I want. It's not the, I guess in the way that I wanted it. And I'll, and I'll say this cause I know people are going to want to know, you know, I came out and said, I'm going to step away from the franchise. If I don't see changes that are made. Well, To me, putting in a black bachelor is not making change, right? I was fighting for real change to not fill a quota of, all right, it's been 24 seasons. Let's make this 25th one a big one and give them a black bachelor in reaction to what's happening. I want to pave a way for other contestants of color, not even just black ones, you know, just of color who haven't been represented well on the show. And I want them to feel included instead of excluded as this franchise makes you feel. And just because you have a black bachelor doesn't mean that, all right, now everyone, we are all one. We're singing Kumbaya, yeah. lean on me in the circle. And so for me, I don't know if I'm still going to continue because that's not the answer for me. Right. It's not the answer. Right. So this might be my last bachelor party podcast. No, no. come on. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. Um if I'm I, not watching I, the show what are we going to talk about? It's it's
0: we'll we'll talk we're going to find other TV shows to watch Rachel. Um, Actually I will watch Claire. I will
1: watch Claire. I like that. I'm going to watch
0: Claire. I'm going to watch Matt. Hopefully this is the first step of more systemic change within Bachelor Nation. And I, I I personally I need to see it in casting. I need to see a commitment to diversity and just overhaul rethinking of what they're representing on television in Claire's cast and in Matt's cast. And that's the first step. And then seeing how those seasons play out. Because I think the faith editing note is important. Like Mm -hmm. everyone says from people I've talked to who are involved in reality TV that what you see on camera really happened. It's, you know, they're like these people are who they are. But there's ways to manipulate it. And this came out with Sheena where like an editor admitted to giving Sheena a bad edit to like make it seem like she was interested in like Stassi's 17 year old brother, which was like weird. And like at the right. time, it was like clearly she got a bad edit and like how much airtime you're giving to Faith and like the flip side of her side of the story of what happened with Jax and, mm-hmm. you know, like all of these different contestants like, you know, last season on on hand season, like Dustin, obviously was like really core to the group of guys. Like I think that's clear from his friendships in the last year. He, mm-hmm. ba- he barely spoke barely on the show. Him. Barely yeah. spoke on the show. And I also have a crush on him. Very handsome. That I just like, great. Yeah. He was I interviewed him. He was a really, really nice guy. And he obviously has like so much depth. Like since the show he talked about how um a woman he was with had a miscarriage and they lost a baby. Like there was like a lot going on there. And like he was just not on the show. So I think that for me, I'm going to be watching to see how they cast and how they um, craft storylines. Cause that, I know that you just, you get, you get what you get with the people you cast, but there are ways to craft narratives and everyone knows that about the bachelor. So I'm, yeah. I, you know, that's what I'll be being, being a paying attention to as we um, get Claire season
1: and Matt season. Yeah. They will want to get it right with Matt. I will say that, you know, Good. they're not stupid. They will want, I mean, even during my season, there's except for Lee, They really asked me a lot of questions and wanted to make sure that they represented me the right way. And I have no doubt that they'll do that for Matt because they don't want to mess up your first black bachelor.
0: And if they did, it would suck for the world and for him a lot, a lot, a lot. So hopefully that won't happen. Yeah. Rachel, thank you so much for joining me for this uh, very newsy day. Please listen to Rachel on Higher Learning on Tuesdays and Fridays on the Bringer Podcast Network and of course on Bachelor Happy Hour.
1: Thanks Juliet.
0: Talk to you soon.
1: Yeah. Bye girl.